Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Happy Monday. Hopefully you guys had a really great weekend. Glad to be back with you at my little corner of the world where I talk about all the things that sometimes people go, girl, what the hell are you saying? And sometimes people laugh. They cry with me. If you're new around here, thank you so much for checking me out because I know a lot of you guys have been hitting me up on Instagram saying like, hey, where can we find this podcast? We've never heard it before. So Thanks for giving me a shot. Hopefully you like what you hear around here. And for my OGs and my We Got This Army, freaking love you. Welcome back. Happy Monday. Mondays ain't my favorite day just because, you know, obviously Mondays are Monday, but like felt like a little bit of a doozy of a weekend, you know, just because everybody has those. But we're here and we're starting a new week. So I wanted to test out a couple of new things. Like a few of you guys really liked when I commented just like really lightly on the whole Vanderpump Rules drama with Raquel and Tom Sandoval and all of that. If you're not familiar, because some of you guys weren't, it's just a show on Vanderpump Rules and there's this big cheating scandal. And I'm going to get to more of that later on in the week because there's so many things coming out again. Oh my God. Kristen is coming back to the show. Jax is going to be on Walks What Happens Live. Ooh, some OGs. But yes, I'm going to get into more of that later on this week because I want to do those stories minimally and have it not be all about that on the Really Riley podcast. I want that to be in addition to, and there's just so much information flying everywhere. So I want to make sure there's a good chunk of it out before I talk about it. But that, oh my God, Kristen's coming back. Crazy. But I did see a couple of other stories that like meant something to me that I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, because, you know, in my former life, when I was on the air in terrestrial radio, I always did the news. I did, um, entertainment news for years and years and years. And like, I've kind of like missed scouring the internet for these fun little stories that, you know, people put out, like, you know, that, that you see on the, on the interwebs and you're like, oh my God, is that really a thing? And don't worry, the actual like nitty gritty of Really Riley podcast is not changing. We're still going to give all of those stories that I told you about in the beginning that make you laugh, cry and go, what the hell? But I thought this would be fun to talk about. Um, claw clips. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it's like the clips that actually look like a claw. They were very popular in the 90s. I wore them when I was like 12 or 13. And then they came back like, I don't know, a year or two ago where you just like you pinch them in the middle and they open up like a claw. And, you know, you can do like the whole messy, messy clip do. I started wearing those like uh, probably a year and a half to two years ago because my hairstylist was like, you got to stop with those tight ass ponytails because... I was losing so much hair and I thought it was like postpartum. Turns out it was stress. But um, nonetheless, they've been better for my hair growth. Like my hair has grown a lot, that with regular trims. And it's also just more comfortable in that tight ponytail and just, you know, all around better for your hair. Apparently they're not better for you altogether though. Because there's this article that came out that said claw clips are going to mess you up if you wear them in your car. 
This one like med student on TikTok said she was warning anybody who wears it to take it off when they get in the car. Luckily enough, I do though, because when you get in the car and it's like right there, it's almost like you've got just this thing like pushing against your head or the, the seat. So I do take them off when I get in the car. Thank God, side note, because doctors are saying they've seen car accident victims who are wearing claw clips and they were embedded into their skull. Excuse me, what? It can be fatal, apparently, too. Like, that's the thing that's going to get you. You survived the car crash, but your claw clip got you. That's when, like, fashion becomes, like, ter- like terrorizing or terrifying, I mean. Damn. Like, I-, I always say fashion is wearable art, but it ain't worth dying over. Like, at all. Everybody was saying, like, okay, hashtag new fear unlocked. Uh, yeah. I mean, but also, too, mine are, like, these cheap little one dollar things that you know when i drop it on the ground they snap so i want to know what top of the line freaking claw clip you were wearing because that brand's gonna make some money no i'm kidding but that's gonna be like an industrial strength freaking claw clip for goodness sakes jiminy oh and then there's this other article that i posted on my story on instagram at riley couture the other day on friday i think it was This man was ordered to pay his ex-wife for housework. I guess this was in their divorce. Oh my God, I love this. So it's from Spain and he was ordered by a court to pay his ex-wife $215,000 for 25 years of unpaid domestic labor, as they said it. First off, like, yay, it seems like a step in the right direction for like stay-at-home moms because y'all are the O freaking geez like I'm not a full-time stay-at-home mom since getting fired I've kind of been a pseudo stay-at-home mom you know we've had our luckily we were able to keep our nanny for three days a week um because she's family to the boys and we absolutely love her like I don't know that we're going to be able to keep her now because you know things are moving and shifting and we love her and wish her the total best but now I'm kind of faced with Okay, well, we we might be a pseudo-single working mom, and I just think, like, that's freaking hard. And, yeah, as a mom, you should be like, oh, yeah, I love being with my children 24 fucking 7, and no, I love them. I love them so, 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 so much. But so many people have said to me, like, oh, you got fired, but you must be loving this time that you're spending with the boys. What? Like, wait a minute. My career that I had for 20 years that I put everything into that I sacrificed a lot from those boys to get, and I'm not saying that that's like something I don't regret, but if that's the consolation prize. And I know that I'm going to get a little bit of flack for this, but if I had a penis, would you be saying that to me? Like uh, if I was a guy and I don't love to go to this man, woman stuff, but I even said this to a guy, I was like, if I was a dude, would you say that to me? And he was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Like, you know, the women get fired and then it's just like, oh, but you get to stay at home and be a mom. You get to change diapers and hear kids screaming instead of doing your high-powered radio career that you work so damn hard for. Uh, and, and you know, be financially scared at the same time. Uh, okay. But I don't say all that to be, like, jaded, but I just feel like, you know, as a stay-at-home mom – It's just your job as the mother to assume that role. But, you know, like stay-at-home male parents, 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Feel free to because the DMs are always open. Like I always say, at Riley Couture, really Riley Podcast at gmail.com. And there's a text line, 410-604-8895. Um, I think that stay-at-home dads, well, I take that back. Maybe they also get a little bit of a bad rap because I know that I've talked to stay-at-home dads before that like they feel less than because they're a stay-at-home dad. But stay-at-home moms, it's acceptable. It just seems a little odd. Whole another, like, I mean, that was a whole tangent there. But this article, he paid his wife $215,000 for 25 years of unpaid domestic labor. And that seems cheap. You know what I mean? That's, that's, I don't even know what, the, I'm not going to do math. I don't even know what that is broken down. But the record divorce settlement was calculated by the judge that it was based on the annual minimum wage throughout the couple's marriage. Oh, minimum wage. Okay. So he also has to pay his ex-wife um, a monthly pension of $527 as well as 422 and 633 to his 22-year-old and 14-year-old daughters respectively. So hold the phone. She has two children and she took care of the stuff in the house and all she got was 215 minimum wage. That's some boo-boo. Oh my God. So she said she and her daughters were left with nothing. And when the couple who married in 1990, they, they married in 1995 and divorced in 2020. Damn. Think about that. Like, oh my God. She said it was clearly a case of abuse to be completely excluded financially by her ex-husband with nothing left after the marriage ended. Yeah. She didn't have any backup. She didn't have any job experience other than being a stay-at-home mom. And that's job experience within itself. Trust me. But it's like the hardest job in the world. And the most, you know, it's the most valuable. Don't get me wrong. And it's also, at some point, I'm sure the most fulfilling. But to be knocked out on your ass after you already have been heartbroken by your divorce and then you have no rights to any of the money that your husband made during the marriage while you were at home helping his career, by the way, by keeping his kids safe and alive and fed and, and not to mention all the extra stuff with extracurricular activities and emotional support and blah, 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 blah. She got gypped as far as I'm concerned. But she said, so me and my daughters were left with nothing after all these years of putting in all my time, energy, and love in the family. I was supporting my husband and his work and the family as a mother and father. I was never allowed access to his financial affairs. Everything was in his name. Oh, hell no. So full disclosure, like Marshall and I didn't get a prenup getting married. I didn't really have anything, you know, like I'm not, I had a very nice job, you know, I didn't make bad money. I'm not going to say that I didn't, but I'm not like, I'm not even a thousandaire or whatever, you know, like I, I didn't have stuff to take, but we, you know, I, the hope was and still is that I'll make it up in there to at least the one millionaire someday. Doubtful, but no, let me not say that we're manifesting. Um, but I didn't feel the need to do that, but I, I don't think that if God forbid we ever split, which we're not ever, that this would be a thing that like, we would have problems with like me being financially strapped and have nothing and he would just leave. I know dirty stuff happens in divorce, but that's not where my head's at with Marshall ever. So, and don't tell me different. Um, she said um, she was asked to sign a separation of goods agreement when she got, what the hell is that, when she got married, meaning he would keep his wealth and they would split common possessions. 
No, because he acquired that wealth because she was staying home with the kids. So it's both of your wealth. But she signed this when they got married. Like, I, there is that. Like, she did know it going in. Or did she, though? Because if she didn't even know anything of his financial stuff, did she really read this? I don't know this woman, so I don't know. But for me, I am a overthinker. I'm a Virgo. I'm a Latina. I need to see all the paperwork. I need to look it over. I need to have a lawyer look it over. Three, four, five lawyers look it over. Yeah. No. So in the court, they said his ex, oh my God. The court says his ex, her ex-husband, who wasn't named in the suit, built a successful gym business that allowed him to buy multiple luxury vehicles, an olive oil farm, <laughs> random, but not so random, valued at $6.4 million. Wait a minute. And she only got $215,000? What? So he's got multiple locations of homes and he's got a $6.4 million olive oil farm. So let's say 6.4 divided by two, because I don't do math, is $3.2 million. Because I feel like when you go into a marriage and you start from the bottom and now we're here, it's 50-50. It's different, I guess it would for me say, like I you know, didn't have a prenup or wanted a prenup for the, for the dollars I don't have. I was 37 when I met Marshall, 40 when I married him. So obviously there was a lot of life done before him. I had a whole child and a career before him. He had a career before me. He had a house before me, a boat, all that stuff. So you know, that's not 50-50. But if you, and I don't even know, like don't even get me, wrong like I don't know like how I would feel if I was a person going through a divorce and you know even if we got married later in life and you deserved half of the assets or whatever but uh, 250,000 or $15,000 for 25 years and he's got 6.4 million dollars in an olive farm what the fuck no but she said she hoped her case would inspire other women to know that what we can claim for housework when there's a separations of goods agreement Shit, good for her. Good for her. I mean, yeah, I mean, I hope that is somewhat of a precedent that starts because I always feel terrible when I say how much I was never meant to be a stay-at-home mom and how much that emotional switch has, is, was hard for me from 20 years of getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning go, 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 on, on, on in a morning show, traveling all over the world, going to conferences, speaking on panels, doing podcasts, doing events, doing all of this, to it all being a stop and a standstill where I had none of that except for being a mom. And like, I do, and I did enjoy it. I love being able to take my kid to school in the morning because I've always picked him up from school, but I've never been able to drop him off. I love, I love Malin's little face when I walk into the room in the morning and he's he 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 and he's bouncing and smiley and like that first look on their face and they look up and they see you that's priceless and sure I got on the weekends but to have it more because especially when they're babies that's so fleeting and I didn't get that with lyric you know on the weekend sure but not this much you know and just the everyday things that they do like even Mel like he's a completely different baby like in the middle of the like in the beginning of the day versus like the middle of the day when he's tired and needs a nap or when he wakes up from his nap, that's usually when I would get him, you know, and then cranky because we got to put every put him in the car and rush to get 
Rebra, Lyric, my oldest son from school. So it's like a completely different animal to be them with them in different times of day. And I'm sad to say that I wasn't. As much as I'm sad to say that I wasn't, like I don't know that I was destined to be this mom that I currently am. Or maybe I am, you know, because the universe makes no mistakes. And I'm probably meant to have this lesson and have these memories. But, you know, with potentially losing our nanny now, I'm faced with, okay, I may not be able to maintain the little bit of, you know, normalcy I had from my former life, I guess you could say. Like, I won't be able to work out during the week and till we figure something else out. And, like, I know people are like, oh, you can't go to the gym. Like, anybody that knows me well knows that that is my sanctuary that is my therapy that is my physical well-being that is me staying healthy and and you know what no I'm not going to give that up we'll figure out something else you know like obviously we're searching for a new person because I just feel like I don't know how well my brain works in that capacity. And this is me being very real and very raw and very well aware that I'm going to get some hate on this. I am going to get some people being like, what the fuck, Riley? Why did you have those kids if you don't want to stay home and take care of them? It's not that. It's just for the bulk of all of my motherhood. It it wasn't that. And I saw myself as a mother one way. And I saw myself as a person one way. And it's not that right now. So it's hard to think differently. I don't know who the fuck I'm trying to say that I'm not going to go work out because I will figure it out. If I have to go to the gym at like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock at night when they go to bed, I will do it. Because that's just what you do when you have like that fitness journey. But it's been a switch in my brain. You know, it's been definitely taking some getting used to. And honestly, today was a hard day finding that news out and... I, although, like, listen, I love our nanny. Like, she is family. There, She can do no wrong ever. We will forever cherish her. Like, it's not like it's the end and it's goodbye. We're never going to speak again. It's just hard and it's shocking. And I'm sure any of you parents that have been through it know what this feels like, that you, like, have somebody that you trust with your most precious thing in life. And they become part of your unit. And But it doesn't always last. It's kind of like radio. <laughs> You know, you have this constant in your life that's just not there anymore. And I think that that hit me very hard today. That I've had so many switches. Like, yes, there's so many ebbs and flows, but I've had so many constants, good, bad, or indifferent, or toxic, leave my life in the last few months that it's been really hard to, like, grapple with. And I think this was one that just was like, oh, fuck, okay. And it'll be okay. It's just been a definite mind switch. And I swore I was not going to get all ushy-gushy on this one with you, but I guess it's impossible with me. I have to be real with you guys, and that's what this whole podcast was about. That's what stepping behind this microphone was all about. So there you have it. Told y'all the formula wasn't going to change too much, that it wasn't just going to be all rip-and-read stories that I just pulled from somebody else's site that I was like oh that looks good it's got a lot of comments on it let's do that <laughs> not my style um but I wanted to say something to you guys today because I titled this podcast to my haters and my heroes because I woke up this morning to some 
haterade, I guess, that was more bothersome than most because most of the time when I like comment on it, I'm just like snarky or whatever. I don't know that bothersome is the word, but more jarring. Like, damn, you got balls, friend. Like, really? But I kind of took a breath and I laughed at first too because I'm like, damn, I'm really living that rent-free in your head. Like, you, at the, the space that this person was at, like, you should not be thinking or posting or any of that right at that moment. Like, you should, your head should be a completely different space. But, hi, you know, like... And I say that, but it's also too, like, I'm not necessarily the person that, like, loves that. As much as I have, like, my karma collection candles, like, I am not a person that likes to wish bad karma on other people. Because it feels like what you what you put out, you get back times three. And maybe that, that, that maybe that's what I was feeling a little bit today. Like, maybe because I indulged in that a little bit, then that's what's coming back around. That we're losing our nanny. You know, like, she would never, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. It was all, I was all up in my heads and all up in my feelings about shit today. But I saw something um, on TikTok or Instagram. It was one of the, one of the two, one of the, one of the sites. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. One of you guys sent it to me. One of my listener friends sent it to me. So it was um, Tamira um, Mowry, Tamara Mowry. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. She is the Emmy Award winning talk show host, W. N-W-A, my gosh, N-A-A-C-P award. My God, I cannot talk today. It's been a day. Like, full disclosure, I was really upset through most of the day, and I contemplated not sitting behind this microphone, but I remembered that you guys have always been my solace, and that was the thing that I missed the most when I got fired. So there was no way, even if I had to mumble, bumble through this, that I was going to do it. So she is an M- NAACP award winner actress. Sister, she's from Sister Sisters. She is a twin. She was on The Real. She's a wife. She's a mother. But I, aside from all of her accolades, she said, if you have haters, that means you made it. Because haters, in the acronym, stands for Having anger towards everyone reaching success. Who did that ever stab me in the gut? I was like, damn, like, think about that. Haters stands for having anger towards everyone reaching success. Because oftentimes when somebody gives you, like, haterade, it's like, why? Like, who hurts you, bro? Like, why are you so mean? Like, you don't even know me. And then when the people that know you are the haters, like your frenemies and, you know, those people in your life that come across as like smiley and just want to help you and support you so much. And then all of a sudden they're literally like cobra cry, like biting you like this, the, the snake with its venom, you know, hater stands for having anger towards everyone reaching success. It's so freaking crazy. So freaking crazy. That one just, I will, that, I need to put that one on a freaking candle. <laughs> Is there a copyright on that? But when I say that about the haters, I had to go to heroes. Um, because I had an unexpected hero come through today. Um, I'm not going to give her name because I don't want to put her on blast like that or whatever. But she's a new friend. 
ish, you know, because she's been listening to me on the air for years, but we've only become like super close just recently in like a personal level. And she supports every single thing that I do and has picked me up off the ground a couple of times. And I don't normally do that with new people, like let them in in that way. But the first time I was interacting with her in person, and I think I've told this story a little bit that like my, I was at my pop-up right after I got fired and she showed up and gave me the fucking biggest hug I've ever had. She's the greatest. I'm gonna call her like Charmin. You know, like the bear that like squeezes and it's like just big, warm, like amazing hug that's just like so scrumptious that it can get you out of any mood that you're in. So today when I was like having my little mental breakdown about all of the things going on, that was like the culmination of everything else that's been going on. And I was just upset and I was, you know, crying to Marshall in my garage and like he opened the garage door and there's somebody like out there and Marshall's like, did you order something? Is it Amazon? And it was her Sherman. <laughs> um, I had been texting with her and like, she'd gone quiet or whatever. And I've trained myself to not like get upset when people go quiet because they have lives too. And this is your anxiety speaking. And it doesn't mean that they don't care, but she got out of the car and I was like, Oh my God. I just, started crying again. I just started bawling, crying, you know, she was like, I just had to come over. I had to make sure you're okay. Not a text in person, not on the phone. And that's not giving any disregard to people that have reached out and have said like, are you okay? Cause that means the world too. But most of my best friends and my family are out of town, you know, like they're in different states. So I was thinking, I was like, it's been a long time. You know, because when I lived close to my best friends in some of the states that like when we lived, you know, close, they would do the same thing, but it's been a long time because I've just been far away. And everybody has their lives, but, you know, she came all the way from West Virginia to give me a fucking hug. And it's for that reason that, you know, I also wanted to sit back behind this podcast microphone and give it my all today, even if I didn't feel like it. Because that shit means the world to me. And she likes this podcast <laughs> and listens to it on the way to work. And that just means everything. You know, that human connection is, is, is what makes the world go around, or at least my little corner of the world here, really, Riley. So... Not all heroes wear capes. Some of them just, their superpower is amazing hugs and really caring a lot about other people. So, my Charmin, I love you. So, I am going to now go do a little self-care and create some more candles. Um, and I know I'm cutting this one a little bit short because I know you guys have said I want more, 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 but I think... I've got some good stuff coming up for you this week that you're really going to like because I didn't think this particular interview, if you will, was going to happen. And it's kind of taken a lot for me to put these things out there. I hope I don't chicken out. But that's either going to happen Wednesday or Friday. So make sure you guys are listening. 
And as per usual, if you guys have any questions for Ask Riley, please hit me up. I loved your guys' questions so far. I still have a couple more in the can for this week maybe or maybe next week. Um, I just definitely want to ebb and flow with what you guys want, what you guys don't want, and go from there because this is just as much your podcast as it is mine. So questions, comments, concerns, the DMs are always open at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E, or Really Riley Podcast. Um, email again is reallyreillypodcast at gmail.com. The text line is 410-604-8895. TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Facebook is the same, Riley Couture, and Snapchat is at Radio Recon. I love you guys for listening. Thank you for being around and thank you for being you. Hopefully this one wasn't too rambly for you, but happy Monday and I will talk to you on Wednesday. It's really Riley.